And welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and going to a bar is like I want to get drunk in front of these people so they think that I modeled. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and it's hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm JW Crump, and tick, 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 flash. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Cycle 15. Boom, welcome boom, 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 to boom. High Fashion. Say hi to fashion. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to refer to it, the girl who only wants to cuddle. She made some good points. <laughs> and if you made some good points, you can head on and join the Leadum pod at anchor.fm slash pod Leadum. Yeah, you can sponsor the show for as little as 99 cents a month, all the way up to nine ninety nine. You got a dollar. You've got a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for a first hate mail about that. Be like, actually. <laughs> Not everyone has a dollar. My friend, <laughs> they don't have a dollar all the time. I mean, I don't have a literal one right now. <laughs> no. Who carries cash? Post COVID. <laughs> I mean, I always keep it. I always keep a 20 in my phone. So mm. I have cash Chris. just in case. Just a little walking around money. You know how we were talking about family mottos? My dad actually has a motto which is always keep a 20 on your hip which means just always have some cash so every time I leave home he just gives me a 20 to quote keep oh. on my hip and it's a very, it's very family nice. tradition. It's also very smart because one time my credit card did not work for not any reason but I was like well how do I get home? And because mm-hmm. I am very by the books, I went and got myself a little one <laughs> one trip metro card. Mm-hmm. Very smart. So be like me and go to anchor.fm slash <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, I love an audition episode. And I know that we don't get one in Cycle 16. So we really need uh, to cherish this one. Mm-hmm. Really Savor the moment. And I guess we don't get one in All Stars because why would you get an why audition episode? Why would you need episode? one? <gasps> Wait, is this our last one? Oh, no. No, <gasps> we must have no. others. I remember there being one college. for the college cycle. Yeah. That's called, that's called, they got accepted to college, of course. <laughs> when does a model <laughs> become a real top model? When she lands in a high fashion magazine cover. The best of the best covers? Italian Vogue, baby. Otherwise known as Vogue Italia. And they definitely got the rights to that one green cover. And they showed it four literally separate times. So these prizes that are listed here, it's already confusing what their prizes are. I think. I, I'm going to tell everyone listening right now, I have never truly understood what they get from Vogue Italia and Beauty in Vogue. I do <laughs> not understand it. I've tried listening to it a hundred times. I've had people write it down for me. I've spoken to Vogue Italia. They did not understand what they were getting. We brought out the cue cards. <laughs> no, no cue cards. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. This first paragraph is attempting to be informative and yes. to give us context. Mm-hmm. It's attempting it. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, it doesn't entirely succeed, but that is the goal for which it is reaching. Yes. And then, <laughs> it's time to talk about where Tyra intersects with high fashion. 
And what is our first piece of evidence offered up by the show? The Fiercy Award black and white photo. And this is not the last time we're going to see this photo in the next two and a half minutes. No, I, Tyler thinks that Italian Vogue means black and white. <laughs> she does. Because she thinks it's a Fellini film. <laughs> now, one thing that is true of this episode, and I hope it's true of the entire cycle, is that this post team, this high fashion post production team, loves a tire screech. A tire mm. screech? <laughs> <laughs> because how did this girl? <laughs> Cut to very cute photo of Tyra that we've never seen before. Become yes. a fiercely award-winning model. <laughs> but this also, this whole story, and I know, JW, you have read her book, and yeah. you have a grasp on her timeline. Yeah. This makes her timeline even more confusing. It's, it's, it doesn't follow what the book says, Alexander. It doesn't oh, follow what the book says. Great, she because wasn't it's just... discovered at school that I remember at all. Now, it's been a couple of years since I've read it. But... On her first day of school? <laughs> Well, Here's she's wearing thing. saddle shoes. She uses the word discovered. And what she means is it's the first time it occurred to her yes. that she could be a model. And that is what the book says. She met a man walking by. Scary. And he said, are you a model? And she said, I could be a model. And that's the story of her being discovered according to this episode. And then that man also said, you know, this is the best vanilla I've ever had. Precisely. <laughs> Thank you, JW. <laughs> she also, this is my favorite thing, is the blatant lies, right? Because she says, I was sitting on a bench, cut to a photo of her on a garden ledge planter. Why are you backing it up with lies? This whole grainy footage reenactment of bus <laughs> trauma featuring a school uniform in an adult woman's size and hair courtesy of Diana Ross and the Supremes is amazing. And the mouthing of me, a model. model? <laughs> also, she said that it took four years. So then she was 18? When she started uh, modeling? No, I think she meant it took her four years to land on the cover of her first high fashion magazine. Did she land on a cover of any high fashion magazine? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. She's been on a bunch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because she's such a doof now, we forget <laughs> this. <laughs> but Tyra, for a long time, was like a high fashion model. Like, that kind of was her thing. Mm -hmm. Until breasts, according yeah. to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> happens to Esther this episode. <laughs> So we are told more clearly what the prizes are now. They're going to be in Italian Vogue. Yes. Repped by IMG. And then the shock to me of still a $100,000 CoverGirl contract. Mm -hmm. I did not remember that at all. And the cover of Vogue Beauty. Yes. And very mm -hmm. specifically, I think a six-page spread in both. Yeah. Maybe. So it's 12 total spreads pages <laughs> but i also wonder is it the same photo shoot in vogue italia and no beauty idea. and vogue mm, or two I, separate i wouldn't things? think so but i don't know yeah we also get a flash of like things that i'm worried are in this season <laughs> mostly because i saw russell james a and we know russell james his name was not spake it was not spaken <laughs> 
But there was like two or three separate clips of Russ James. Yeah. Mm, gross. And then to <laughs> end the introductory portion of this episode, we get a quick montage of Tyra's terrible black and white photos. <laughs> Starting with Fiercy and ending with Tiny Water Glass. <laughs> tiny Glass, Daddy's Twink. <laughs> Alexander's favorite. <laughs> uh, also, imagine being Krista and watching this and being like, I missed out on this cycle. Mm-hmm. Now? <laughs> yeah, right. And we start hard. Yes, we <laughs> hard. <laughs> this episode said you wanted personalities. Get ready. Here's the vaudeville circus circuit act of Chris and Tara. I'm Chris White and I'm Tara White. Also, we never get last names. No. So it is it's high fashion. High fashion. We have last <laughs> names now. And they are, I find them endearing for the most part, but they are at a 100 the entire time. Oh, my goodness. Luckily, they also seem to have a real sense of humor and yes. not just energy. That's why I'm not as annoyed as I have been at other people. It is just because they actually kind of are funny. But yeah, it yes. also feels rehearsed in the way the twins wish. And the show just treats them like twins. Twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we get Vanessa, who we learn was Miss Minnesota Teen USA 2009. So clearly she's been brought here to be humiliated. Her picture, she looks like the most miserable Miss Minnesota winner. I appreciate that Vanessa brings some villain energy. and that also isn't she- just racist? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah. And, and also, I she has a burn later that made me think, oh be friends with you like (laughs) (laughs) um we also get the very quick very unflattering luggage shot of anna maria i think it's on and not anna maria right anna maria i I thought it was was anna maria Maria. we'll say anna maria um and then we you're just thinking of cara maria (laughs) yes (laughs) i we get the first sentence and sighting of someone so silly and that is (laughs) kayla whose hair It's a wig. It looks like a wig. I've never seen real hair on a person that looked so party city wig. <laughs> oh, I I would take it back further and say haunted Victorian doll. Yeah. And then she says something that does technically pan out, but could not sound dumber. And I feel bad that they made her say this, where she says that she sees their names on seats. So she knows that they have something up their sleeves and all i could think was like or they just assigned seats <laughs> but she was right they she, she was, was right. right but this also backfires in the show's face because we know the show loves to hide who people are mm-hmm. but we learn so many names from these seats there's oh, a yeah. tyree a natasha with an i mashona Lizbeth. This is the oh. first Lizbeth sighting. We see the name Lizbeth all throughout the episodes, and I am fascinated with Elizabeth. There's Shelby and Toya. There's an there's Emily. Shelby? Yeah, there's also an Emily Grace. And oh. there might be a second Sarah, but what? we don't see an initial, and it is spelled the same way, but we see it in two places. So either they moved Sarah. <laughs> or someone got a name refresh between bus and 
panel. <laughs> Imagine being someone whose name got changed and you still weren't in the quick. episode. You still weren't ever in the episode. <laughs> or no, what I'm saying is one of these people could be a Sarah. One of the people in the episode could be a Sarah, a secret Sarah. <gasps> Whose name seems the hastiest? <laughs> Not Emily. Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Not Emily, who came in hard and fast with not going to come across good one single moment that I am on camera from start to finish. The one funny thing about Emily is captions crunched diversities to diverse cities yep it sure did <laughs> and when she comes in to that bus with the stankest side eye to everyone on that bus and Ooh. goes i don't my small town doesn't have many diversities or cultures i'm like oh no we have to deal with this another cycle and then i saw casey in the background and i was like oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Guy Fieri tells them their final destination <laughs> is Palm Springs. Which, and then, guys, after being on a plane and then having to take a bus three hours to Palm Springs. Also, <sighs> Kendall doesn't know what Palm Springs is. And if you're here for a fashion competition, why would you <laughs> have found out anything about Palm Springs? Yep. I instantly have a favorite this cycle, and it is Kendall. Kendall is so gorgeous. And she is so funny, and I can never tell if she knows <laughs> that she is being funny or not, but she is someone who is so sincere. She just, like, she is not here to lie. She is the opposite of a liar. She is here to tell you the truth, 247, and mm. I find her lovely. She does seem real in a way that the show is not ready for. Yes. And, and I love that she was like, very... Palm Springs. A very delightful mix of innocent and practical. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. The opposite being the return of Casey. Ugh. And she starts by lying because yep. she, number set one, says she was on Cycle 11. I would say you appeared as a finalist, but you weren't on it. Mm -hmm. And then she has no mention of her transphobia. Yeah. I am really glad, glad that the show does not let her get away with that, even though it sort of lets her off the hook, which we will mm -hmm. see very shortly. She just describes it as not making a good first impression. Mm -hmm. And then also follows it up by showing that she learned nothing because she says, now this time I'm going to be more aggressive. <laughs> Casey, that wasn't the lesson at all those levels seemed more than appropriate <laughs> already i need us all to have a side podcast <laughs> about this picture of Anne with the cat <laughs> and the drippy sandwich because i know the one thing i remember about this cycle is we will see this picture of Anne <laughs> a million times and i want to know what was happening why it was taken, why this was the photo they sent in, what is in her sandwich, and why is it all falling asunder? <laughs> it was As a section of, like, a long party sub. <laughs> she, she ate all by herself. Her metabolism's just so, so high. high. <laughs> this is where JW gets into his investigative journalism podcast. <laughs> I get that they want to push the Anne is a... Like, Weirdo. Just, okay. But, like, imagine if you were her or a family member and you sent in that photo. Also, why do you have it? <laughs> it was such a 
pivotal moment in Anne's life. This cat that hated her, the sandwich that she never got to eat. <laughs> Jordan is Jordan drunk on this bus ride? Did she drink on the plane? Because she had to be captioned with how slurred she was speaking. Jordan says that consumerism and materialism is the opposite of everything that she represents. So I say it's a good thing she wants to sell products with her body and face. (laughs) Also, I think we've come the closest. I'll be interested to see if it lasts the whole cycle with an Alexander stand-in. And that, my dear friends, is one Lexi. Because Lexi goes, yeah, Jordan, her whole thing, disingenuous, contrived. (laughs) Okay, you say that. I wrote the note at this moment. Why is Lexi familiar? And I think you just (laughs) We've never gotten that perfect mix of, like, not mean, but very much calling someone out. And this is, I could hear you word for word giving this confessional, Alexander. And I love it. And also, oh my God, Lexi, it's kind of your name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why Lexi keeps conflating consumerism with pop culture. Yeah, that one is the one confusing thing. Not the Mm. same thing. Being anti-consumerism doesn't mean you are anti-pop culture. I do wonder if it's something else that Jordan said that was just there part of the to overall. Be a big gap in what we hear from Jordan and what Lexi heard from Jordan. And I can't <laughs> tell if the fault lies in the show or in Lexi at this point. <laughs> or in Jordan. Or in Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Maybe they had footage, but they couldn't caption it. I think that Jordan. I'm going to go on the side of we didn't hear as much because Jordan seems like the type who would just keep talking about this endlessly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think she talked to Lexi about this endlessly. Lexi well, seems done. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, then we get the one of my heroes for the episode that does not get their due. And that is Diana, who yeah. gets who gets the infamous there are the Jays line and delivers it in a way where she somehow doesn't call them living dolls. And I appreciated Diana for that. <laughs> or, or, or Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> yeah. So they arrive at the Parker in Palm Springs. And this is a fancy hotel. It looked nice. It was originally bought by Gene Autry, the singing cowboy. Oh. And good. <laughs> it was the first, it was California's first Holiday Inn. He renamed it. Uh, he bought it because he needed to house the California Angels baseball team. So it wasn't a hotel. And then Givenchy bought it and renamed it the Givenchy Hotel and Spa. Then Merv Griffin bought it and called it Merv Griffin's Resort Hotel and Givenchy Spa. <laughs> okay. And then they... And then Top Model bought it for this no, episode. Jack, Jack Parker, a hotelier, bought it and sure. had Jonathan Adler basically redesign the whole place. Is that a name for someone who... Owns hotels, a, hot- a hotelier? Hotelier. Yes. I've never heard that a word hotel before. magnet. Hmm. Yeah. So look, I was expecting math shenanigans. It's an audition episode. Although the mm-hmm. math sh- shenanigans we get are of the unexplained variety rather than the over-explained variety, which is what we usually get. We get more Venn diagrams. Mm-hmm. However, the vocabulary shenanigans in this episode... <laughs> are robust (laughs) juicy (laughs) mr j says that the girl that you sat on (laughs) that the girls that you sat with on the bus was no coincidence because this is all about types you're either a blonde 
or you're a brunette, <laughs> pale skin, dark skin, or alternative. Which just means hat girl. Hat girl. <laughs> <laughs> this heart got to Rihanna and another hat girl. Is the funniest shit to me. <laughs> Well, and as, as soon as I saw Rihanna's hat, I was like, oh, there's the one Alexander hates. She just looks like every person I ever met in Silver Lake. Yeah, that's the vibe for sure. I... Pale skin, dark skin, or alternative? Is it because Chelsea has freckles? Hannah, Hannah, I cannot wait until we get to the part where... There was a category missing that we learn about far later. Oh, there were two or <laughs> oh three. Oh my god! So many categories. Also, some of the categories only contain two women. Which <laughs> some seems... have five. Some get three. <laughs> it seems like some people were in multiple categories. Yes. I'll say, I'll say this: It's interesting that it took us a full, true six and a half minutes to finally get to Sarah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all right now. I don't remember a spit about this, Sarah. I don't either. I didn't even know if she made it on the show. No. I I assumed because her name is Sarah. Sarah, sure. (laughs) They won't won't neglect us. If a Sarah be there, Sarah will be on. (laughs) Top model at night, Sarah's delight. (laughs) I... (laughs) I wanted the direct competition to also lead into who was their roommate. Because that would have been. I thought it was going to. I, thought I it was did, going but to. then, yeah. but then Lexi is with Casey. <laughs> well, somehow they just decided. <laughs> let's see if, let's see if Casey needs a lackey, and Lexi was not here for it in the way the show was gonna be. Now, Tara. let me ask a question. What, what did, what before we get to that? When you first heard this yeah. direct competition, what did y'all think they meant? Because I had a moment where I was like, wait. Is this going to be a situation where you're literally paired up with one person, only one of the two of you gets in? That's what I thought. Yeah. Because it's not that at all, though. No. no. We also we should have known it was a lie when Glitter Starwipe made its return to the show. Ah, uh, Glissando. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tara is tasked with explaining the difference between her and her sister, because it's not enough that they're two different people. <laughs> of two different ages. But unfortunately goes with, we have two different personalities. She's outgoing crazy. I'm outgoing, but still reserved. <laughs> <laughs> so not that different. <laughs> I go out, but I don't stay out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or, no, I like it to be more literal. Tara just makes a reservation. <laughs> she knows when she's going to arrive. She still goes out. but she And knows Chris she's is gonna... crazy. She shows up thinking she's just going to get a table. Just sit at the bar until a table's available? Crazy. I loved, I loved Kendall going around her hotel room and ch- testing out all the chairs for buoyancy. It was so cute. It was <laughs> such a, such a, I'm in my nicest hotel ever moment, you She's know? She's like, where am I going to read? <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> no. Too light. Too hot. <laughs> Just <laughs> right. I did have a bit of a hard time focusing on our confessionals in this episode because I was so distracted slash obsessed. With the chunky porcelain horse lamp in the corner. And then, y'all, it's a motherfucking lemonade party. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we get the full life cycle of 11. Whole, sliced, juiced. This is, the Parker loves this lemonade stand, y'all. They have recipes. It must have been a feature, right? It had to be. It's by the Gina Tree Pool. 
and they serve champagne lemon drops and mm. shandies. Those good. women must have to make so much lemonade because for the entire next sequence, there is a woman in the background juicing for her life. <laughs> not even interrupted by Tyra. It's the one food that Tyra could not interrupt. <laughs> I think Tyra looks great here. I think Tyra looks so fresh and good. She has I nice thought it hair. Was a, a little newscaster. Sure. But not a bad look for Tyra. <laughs> and I that think direction she had a, generally. She had appropriate energy. I felt that I'm going to say throughout the whole episode for the most part, yeah, she, she was dressed well and had a reasonable energy while not fully losing the tyranness of it all. No, mm. they were still wacky. But, oh, yes. But I think the lack of a theme helped Tyra. Yeah, and it's kind of like the short cycle where there was a little bit of a theme, but now the theme is just high fashion, which is mm. a little, which does the work for you. Anne says something <laughs> wild. And she says, well, I guess I won because someone already told me that I was high fashion. So I guess I, they were pro- trying to probably be mean to me, but sucks to be them. <laughs> How much, Hannah, did you love the background friendship of Esther and Jane? Because all I could think was like, <laughs> I could plop Hannah right there and she could be such a fun trio person. And I loved the moment that when Tyra was saying the new prizes she just reiterates them again for the contestants mm-hmm. to get them all hyped up esther puts up her finger for a dramatic pause it was so endearing look if there was gonna be a contestant that i over identified with she would be jewish with big boobs and a deep <laughs> voice <laughs> yeah i yeah, also I'm... i think she's i think she's gorgeous i think she and jane are both yeah Stunning, especially like if you're sort of letting your eye wander over the contestants and then you really look at both of them. I think they are both just gorgeous. They're women. both quite striking mm-hmm. in yeah. a way that the like high fashion cycle needs. Mm-hmm. Yes. It kind of sounds silly, but it's a it's a contestant pool full of really gorgeous people. And then the quirkiest among us, which is kind of what high fashion is. <laughs> I also and I know from what I remember of the cycle that she gets frustrating. I have so much affection for Anne in this episode because she reminds me so much of the people who I went to nerd camp with when I was Mm. a teenager, who I like sat with in basements, watching Monty Python, (laughs) listening to They Might Be Giants. Like I find her very endearing. In this episode, the only episode I've watched so far, she's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The tepid applause when IMG is announced, because I'm not sure if they understand if that's bigger or not. And they're like, yeah. Will Am- we were told Wilhelmina was the biggest. Now IMG <laughs> is the biggest. I also thought it was strange that Vanessa said, well, here's your cover once she said cover. And I was like, honey, there's always been a cover. <laughs> also, Vanessa's idea of what her cover would look like is just cropped too close. <laughs> Vanessa, that's too, there's gotta be no room for text on your cover. So they had to uh, also hold up one last Jane thing because Jane's a close contender for my favorite, too. She was my pick for you. She yeah, was my guest. I get it. And I honestly, it might, I've only had one episode, it might slightly change, but I loved her just at the background. They had to fully blur out after all the prizes going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. So they head to a runway teach. 
where they're going to be walking in Cynthia Rowley clothes. Blown out, especially. No clothes on trucks for high fashion. <laughs> also, <laughs> don't they have Cynthia Rowley clothes in Los Angeles? <laughs> no, it's like a Walmart in New York. That doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we start to see types and the groupings within those types. Mm-hmm. And for once, I noticed time shenanigans because Kayla's hair is fixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this definitely took place at least after some of the interviews. I also think that this this happened right before the party because I don't oh. think they made them put those clothes on and then get out them. of those clothes and then put them back on again. Oh, that's no. a great point, actually, because I t- <laughs> you're right. They were in those clothes. So that... Five categories we get are quirky, sexy, strong bone structure. <laughs> Two women. <laughs> Two women and, in that group. Blondes and brunettes, which only equals ended up 19 models shown. Yes, there are five quirky girls, five sexy girls. Two strong bone structure girls, three blondes, and four brunettes, one of whom is blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, two hat girls were obviously in the quirky. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, too, because of the, these categories that they showed us, you don't end up seeing a lot of models of color. Well, because there because was clearly... Brunette does not count in this no. world. And as we learn, spoiler alert for the end of the episode, we this learned there was clearly a, quote-unquote, like, dark skin beautiful browns they called it mm. beautiful browns yep whoosh but also were just they all in one category the people that weren't in the other categories I be- yeah i believe casey was in the sexy category casey at was one sexy point. there was yeah. a quirky girl who seemed like she might be a black contestant too but like it was very clear that they just removed. Why would you not put Kendall in bone structure? Also, if bone structure is only two people, just add two more people who have good enough bone structure. Chris has good bone structure. You? <laughs> because we don't see like some of our narrators through this episode. Neither of the white sisters are in any of these categories. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And it was at this point in the episode that I realized that I had no idea how many contestants were there. Nope. Or how big of a cut they were going to be making. I think it's 32 based on the description. Eventually, eventually they tell us 32. Yeah. But I think it's in the description. And that's halfway through at least. Yeah. Chelsea couches herself as the I've already been a model model. And I'm going to say it right now. Chelsea looks like a model. Chelsea Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. But I, Chelsea, if you watch this episode only, I think you would think, oh, Chelsea won. Mm-hmm. She yeah. feels obvious winner edit from the start, and she doesn't even get that much screen time. But she's just she is an adult in a room full of excitable young adults. <laughs> Talking about excitable young adults, Casey is here to start the conversation. Oh, and nothing else. <laughs> nope. She's gonna start it and then dip. She just gave Lexi such trust issues <laughs> with her friends. But then Lexi correctly diagnoses and assesses this entire situation. And I felt bad for Jordan in this. This yeah. was a this was a full mob mentality moment. And then as Lexi is telling us 
because the room then turns on Lexi, apparently. Mm -hmm. We don't really see it, but the room turns on Lexi because then we get Vanessa. And this is Vanessa's greatest moment ever. And honestly, one of the greatest burns in top model history where Vanessa goes, well, maybe instead of that, you should focus on how to be a better model. (laughs) And the entire room gives her like that gif of all the people going, ah. (laughs) (laughs) But also Lexi's like, this, why is this on me? That was Casey's plan all along. You thought her target was Jordan. It was, <laughs> but it was actually you. Lexi. See the whole time. Casey does feel very sea witch to me. Like, yeah. always. But they are Why? roommates. So this means that Casey did this and then has to be in the same room care as Lexi. a bathroom? <laughs> Casey doesn't care. Casey says, hit your roommates harder. <laughs> <laughs> does Tyra admit... Yep. That they chose the wrong <laughs> models in the past. Tyra's whole, hey, for once, this is real. So let's <laughs> pick someone good. Guys, I think the fashion industry might care about us this time. <laughs> then we get a weird, we never see this, behind the scenes moment with the whole cast on set thing for mm. Kayla. For no Just reason. Just so we could mock her. For not being able to figure out what to me looked like a very confusing doorway. <laughs> it did. Was the column was also in a very confusing spot. <laughs> it's also an optical illusion that once you're in, you don't know where you came from. And you're just like, uh. Also, Maybe this it's room also is because huge. every single light fixture is identical, but you can you have <laughs> no signposts. By which to place yourself in the room. And this begins the theme of sending a girl away. Then we don't cut back to her. We have another interview in real time. Context free. (laughs) Perhaps my favorite moment of the episode. You have a lot of curls. I can't see past it. (laughs) Go wet your hair. Make it slick. I guess I just don't remember a lot about Kayla. But knowing that she's our eventual all-stars rep for this cycle, wild. her personality is so squeaky in a way. <laughs> it's like really, really bubbly and positive. And I don't know why I didn't remember that. A lot more gets laid A lot on more, yeah. Okay. Moving yeah, I only remember the H to T water thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So never mind. Kayla's not first. Casey is first. <laughs> And Miss J will not let Casey forget why yeah, I, she was a problem. I want to amend what I said earlier. I think the show probably would have let her forget it, but Miss J would not. And this, I called you. Oh, I'm on the phone with your boyfriend. He says he's with ISIS right now. Good. <laughs> and then you think, because you forget that it's Casey, and you might be like, oh, hey, she's about to launch into... I was a jerk. That was bad. Mm-hmm. Transphobic, etc. Nope. Nope. Just very objectively and grammatically terribly says that, quote, Isis was the transgender. And then also, I feel like I have a clean slate. And I'm like, you've you done don't... nothing to deserve it. But also, you don't get to decide that you get have a clean slate now. Mm-hmm. We can all just forget that that happened. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I I think it's weird, too, if we can separate Casey from who she is for a second. (laughs) It's, I think she's an interesting person because she was in the auditions and semifinals for cycle 11, then waited such a long time to come back. 
Because I feel like everyone else who ends up on the show, ultimately, it's just the next cycle. Or in, like, Angelie's case, she had to wait for the petite cycle. Yeah, Alexander, I was wondering if you tried to parse out the chronology. Because since Casey is 20, she wasn't 16 the last time she auditioned, right? No, it was two years. So they were pumping out two seasons a year. Yeah. That's four. That's so many seasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes it feel like she went from 18 to 24 or something, which is just not the case. But yeah, you kind of forget the top model, I think, was one of the only shows on television at the time that was shorter. Yeah. So they did them on the year and a halfsies or whatever. Also, Casey's swimsuit is just a bra and panties, right? Fully a bra and panties. There's a few people that just seem to be wearing some bra and panties. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kayla Part 2 comes back in with Slick Terror. Looks way better. Well, yeah. And then we have to be like, tell us your trauma. The classic Tyra setup. I understand that you slept in what until age 13? At this point, I would prefer her just being like, tell us your childhood trauma. I would. It would be less labored. Mm Mm-hmm. And she slept in a sleeping bag. She was very poor. Rockford, Illinois is where she's from. It is a really rough, poor part of the country it's like the usage of meth is very high the unemployment is very like she came from like rock bottom kind of place yeah i uh, one thing i found interesting is knowing that eventually in all stars her entire deal is quote proud lesbian Mm -hmm. shocked we didn't get it in this episode no it's weird i cannot believe we got through an audition cycle and didn't have to out every single person (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if she told them until episode Later. three or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, though. I was like, oh, wow, that's the main thing I remember. Next up is our first hat girl, Rihanna. Rihanna? Rihanna. We're not sure. I'm going to say Rihanna. That's Rihanna. how I okay. remembered it being said. But either way, she's Blossom's friend six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tyra likes this outfit. She likes this. <laughs> I really enjoyed the whole exchange. Some people would say, has she lost her mind? And I'd say she lost her mind. And Rihanna interjecting, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. I gotta say All the way into rightness for me. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, she gets dealt a classic top model audition dumb task. And my goodness, does she excel at it. Flying colors. Oh, she's so good at posing. It's incredible. Even when they ask her to tumble as a hold the weed now tumble that they were wanting her to do a somersault Mm -hmm. and she literally just changed posing which is the correct thing rihanna's good at being herself without letting people make a fool of her yes yeah oh for a fine tightrope to walk Mm -hmm. next up is esther do you honor the sabbath none of your business yes (laughs) but also hey explain the sabbath now abandon the sabbath before any of that, when she comes in and Tyra goes, or not, uh, no, Esther goes, I was born in Jerusalem, and she's continuing a sentence, and Tyra goes, oh, cool. <laughs> 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 she's just telling you about where she was born. Like everybody does. <laughs> it was, I, ooh, man, that, this show makes it seem like esther's the first jewish person that anyone's ever okay met. yes we need to have this conversation now because it makes it feel like number one hannah said it's no one's business but mm-hmm. also she makes it feel like or the show makes it feel like tyra has never met a jewish person 
the gasp cool really did it for me. Well, also the the interrogation of well, fashion happens every single day. So what will you do? She's here. She's an adult. What was she? Oh, oh I didn't realize. It's also let, like let Esther be. <laughs> yeah, like this show is not going to work on Esther's schedule. But if Esther wants to be a model, Esther can decide what her schedule is. Mm-hmm. And if she wants to not work on the Sabbath. She's within her rights to do so in the, like, the wildest way this show is like, well, I guess you're abandoning it, huh? But they don't ask the Christian girls to be like, are you going to work on Sunday? What about not going to church? The- mm-hmm. that, that's the thing that bothers me about this, because I don't even, and maybe I should, I didn't have such a negative reaction to the conversation about whether or not, as an Orthodox Jew, she like honored the sabbath i feel like that's a question that in an interview process it might have been something that was written down and they want to have a conversation about i hate that the show frames it like she's abandoning it yes yeah just it's a it's i don't think she realized in the moment that it would sound we edited like that I i guess the thing that bothered me about the way that honoring the sabbath was phrased is that like however esther chooses to honor the sabbath is her own business and you can Mm. That can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So whatever you're asking is not appropriate to me. And I also just think that the reason I found it really inappropriate is there's this very strong othering of Esther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her body as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just, it very much, it feels like we're putting Esther on display as the busty Jew. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? I, 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 there's just, I didn't like the way they had a conversation with her but her 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 bitties are big 30 g is is large yeah loved i i was like i wonder where i can find that swimsuit top (laughs) (laughs) i also think it's she has that big of a cup size because she is tiny well they talk about being shocked that they couldn't tell from the beginning that she was fuller figured and i'm like when you are that size you learn how to fit yourself and Uh what to wear Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just came across like Esther learned how to dress in a way that made her comfortable with her body. (laughs) Wild. But I also did love that her response to them being like, where are they? She's just like, here? Where where are yours? Are they not? (laughs) Here? This is where they usually are? (laughs) No, I did love how comfortable she was. Like, there is something really endearing about Esther. Well, and that's the thing. I think they were trying to catch her in not being comfortable with it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think now that we've discussed it more, I get a little bit more of like the inappropriateness of it because it is so much that they're going into placing a stereotype on Esther that we have about Orthodox Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking her on her own terms yeah. that she was presenting to them in the room. And explaining it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now it's Chelsea who started modeling at 13 and then was told she was fat insanity i appreciate that the show also seems shocked by that Mm -hmm. sure i think that tyra presented it as like a that's silly but not wanting to further investigate what the problem was well more so i found it odd that when chelsea said she started modeling at 13 tyra's like oh that's young and i'm like you it's not that young you've not even presented that at the show as young also you started when you were 14 (laughs) yeah you just found out (laughs) Seven yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> Most, yeah. mo- like a lot of models start at like 12 or 13. That's why this show is kind of insane that they have like the 18, which makes sense for well, work. But for a model, that's quite old. 
Well, that's why you have so many women who have been uh, yeah. modeling or attempting to model for a long time being like, I'm 22. My time is running out. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I forgot about the freckles on Chelsea. I love them. They look really good. Mm-hmm. She does try to, without saying it, give herself the most exotic blonde woman in the world. Well, sure. <laughs> well when you're one of the blondes, you got to do what you got to do. Freckles. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't see a gap parade, even though Hannah Marie has one, too. They could have done one. <laughs> then we get the setup for the next interview. So Emily is upset because she got caught. Well, it starts with Deanna saying, oh, that's not right. That's mm-hmm. not okay. To a group that we then find out the context that someone read Emily's diary which I don't like someone breaking your privacy, but also what are you doing bringing your diary to this yeah. kind of situation? I also like, wonder. Also, are you transcribing things as they're happening? Did yes. they break into her diary or just read it over her shoulder? That's what I think. I think they read it over her shoulder on the bus. Mm-hmm. This is a Raina situation where she wrote Krista is a drag queen and then someone saw it. And then you hear this, you, you hear that Emily wrote in that diary, quote, I almost got stuck rooming with a black girl. Ew. And then I thought to myself, maybe that's heavy paraphrasing. Nope. That's the literal sentence. Mm -hmm. And when Deanna confronts her in a way that honestly, I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. That Emily, her defense is, I didn't think anyone would see it. Which then morphs into, but it's, uh, that's not what I meant to write when I was, writing my thoughts to myself that no one was looking at and i had no need to edit <laughs> and then she also says something like a confusing sentence or that's somewhat like uh i didn't mean it against the black race and i'm like well what did you mean then she tries to play it off as there was one specific black woman that she didn't want to room with but didn't want to investigate what that woman's name but she might just be. didn't know their name it's also not the she said a yeah. So she meant general. Uh-huh. She did. That's the thing. Very is the clearly. Sentence, <laughs> the sentence is so clear. So then she comes in and the producers told Tyra, you can't, you're not going to believe what she wrote in her diary. And then Emily has now rehearsed what she is going to say. And mm-hmm. I actually liked Tyra after listening to all of Emily's bullshit going, <laughs> yeah, but come on, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Emily. Emily, we need you to be like Casey. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Own up. <laughs> it's almost a shame because I think Emily's pretty well dressed and has a great look. She is just what what a what a uncomplicated monster. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Though maybe she would have been fixed by getting some diversities and cultures near her. Who knows? Some diversities. You know diversities. What? Tyra feels comfortable that the lesson has been taught. Bye. And that's gonna be it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> then we meet someone who I didn't remember. But I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. She's cool right now. I like Liz. Liz, she gets comes the in. Kayla treatment. Real she quick, does. <laughs> they, they say too many accessories. Take that tiny glove off. That tiny glove will be back. <laughs> yeah, that tiny glove. It is joined to her skin. <laughs> so not Liz. Now Jane comes in. Our first, but not last. Tyra.com girl. I can't believe she's not the last Tyra.com girl. And I wrote. Jane went to Princeton, so I'm sure we'll never hear about that again. <laughs> Before we talk about how her parents just built her a barn. Um, <laughs> this is 
build a barn, get some horses. She might have a lot of privilege, but that privilege is not translated into what she is wearing because she is wearing the prettiest blue sack. <laughs> <laughs> also, is she she's currently in Baltimore or she's from Baltimore? Because having a barn in Baltimore would be a feat. Yeah. I hope that's what it is, though. <laughs> <laughs> is Princeton in Baltimore, perhaps? New Jersey. Nearby. Oh, then why why is Bolt? Yeah, I went to high school very close to Princeton, New this Jersey. This was confusing then. Yeah, and Miss J calls her privileged, and then Jane calls it well to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how you know she's privileged. She's privileged. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though, personality wise, she doesn't strike me as super privileged. No, she, she seems just... extremely chill. Yeah, yeah. Then Liz comes back in, and we learn Liz's whole story. Two minimum wage jobs. Mm-hmm. full-time mom also full-time college student and just a list of welfare and government assistant programs I everyone you probably ever heard of truly appreciated the matter of fact this is what my life is do not pity me this is not a sob story that's no. not what i'm bringing here and weirdly the show is like not shitty mm-hmm. about something that they normally would be very shitty about yeah and i think that's because liz helped control this narrative yeah, yeah. She is not going to be made a tragic figure. And because Liz takes control of it, we get like an actual indictment of the system of being like, I work two jobs mm-hmm. that do not pay me enough. Yes. And I am just one person and my child. There's a problem. Yes. She also is extra gorgeous. Stunning. Everything but the eyebrow ring. Yeah, the eyebrow <laughs> ring is, I agree. That's all I need for that makeover. Mm-hmm. And I love the sentence. I've been through some hell, but I'm planning to get to, into heaven so let's let it go she seems like she could produce herself yeah. i like liz and i like you alexander i remembered next to nothing about her and i wish i remembered even less about watching sarah <laughs> <laughs> why do white women think that they should be rapping in interviews i was just listening to other audition episodes to kind of remember the flavor and because <laughs> i love you too and i want to hear your voices <laughs> and it was the brook cycle and then I, in my head, remember <laughs> Hannah saying, I will be glad to see the other end of the white girl rap. <gasps> You're not <laughs> there, Hannah. <laughs> Still moving through that one. Yeah. Also, why is this entire interview conducted from Sarah's point of view at a full yell? Someone has volume control problems. <laughs> I loved at the end. She was like, see, I can rap too. And they all just go, well... <laughs> Miss like, at least Jay? Brooke got complimented about it. Sarah doesn't even get a positive critique. Miss J is us, hates this. Does Sarah know where she is? The confessional energy was very drunk college sophomore who wandered into the restaurant and everyone looks the other way. <laughs> yeah, she felt very sorority girl on rush week trying to encourage people to come in and see their house. Mm. <laughs> Also, I don't know how, you know what, I'll ask you, Hannah, as the mama of the trio. I don't particularly like when we describe very young babies as future heartbreakers and or that kind of stuff, because I just don't like the sexification of babies. So, a little insight into my process. I did find out the sex of my baby before he was born. I told very few people about it. And that was because I did not want any ladies' man onesies that I would have to get rid of. Yeah. I hate it's my potentially my number one least favorite thing that people 
do with regards to infants that like they think is cute yeah yeah because we, we get the like heartbreaker boys and daddy's little girl Gross. yeah we don't need sexification of babies please future's dead (laughs) i just also hate that people are like um my child better be hot (laughs) hot and straight hot and straight (laughs) yeah hot i guess technically hat Look at my sexy baby that definitely is super heteronormative. Oh yeah. You know what? One day my offspring's gonna fuck. <laughs> and they're and I'm gonna know about it. And I get to choose how and who they fuck. <laughs> they're one. Uh- <laughs> she also has a um bikini. That is held together with a metal heart that was all but the Sailor Moon brooch. <laughs> yes, and I it was, was ready for her to transform. <laughs> Tyler also says a sentence that she doesn't know. She can't imagine what kind of mother Sarah is because of her rapping. <laughs> Which makes it very confusing. What Tyra thinks is and is not a mother. I mean, if you try to picture her. Sarah making up raps around the house. <laughs> I mean, don't. But, like, that's fine if she does it in the house. Don't come to your job interview rapping so loud. So loud. Oh. Kendall comes in with her own glissando because she gets this epic harp ballet music. This Chris Columbus movie score. Magic of Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but honestly, though, the editing and the sound cues of this whole thing, I thought really built in a way that ended up really funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, a Tyra.com girl. And Tyra then... <laughs> opening it. This is the one time an inappropriate <laughs> Tyra <laughs> opening his beta. <laughs> I understand that you're pure. <laughs> Where is it going? Are you Christ's girlfriend? <laughs> nope. Kendall no. doesn't like semen. She doesn't like semen on her hand. Listener, the backup quote, the backup title for this was the girl who doesn't like semen, semen on her hands. <laughs> and you know what? Of all the reasons we've heard for being pure, this is the best one. <laughs> well, my favorite part is that Tyra's like, well, have you felt it? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I I've did, done the work. Did not like. <laughs> and then I like her being like, "Is there anything wrong with cuddling?" I just want to cuddle. Is Kendall our first asexual pan romantic? Maybe. Person? Maybe. <laughs> I kind of love it. I also just love someone who is just like, "Yeah, right now, sex ain't for me." Mm-hmm. No, it's thanks. messy. It's messy, and I do <laughs> not want to deal. Also, I don't think this is a person who regularly describes herself as pure. Because when Tyra said it, she did this little bow. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me think it is not her standard self-descriptor. She also had a really good walk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's just so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Anna Maria is here to promote IMG as a great new prize. (laughs) Obsessed with IMG. I thought they were going to make her prove her bona fides by listing models who were repped by IMG. And then I guess they were worried that they were going to make their sponsor look bad. She has nothing of an interview. Mm-hmm. It Nothing happens during this. No, nothing. Nope. And then in comes Anne with Y'all. this outfit. Anne's got the nerd outfit. Look, when I was 19, I would have coveted that velvet 
corset waistcoat. The cameo necklace. Oh, You know what, though? Anne, when they're having a conversation with her, speaks quite well. She does. Like, she, she is a good conversationalist. She doesn't have a shy awkwardness to her. No. And she, she seems grounded. Yeah. Which is so funny because her family is so far away from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, it'll be talked about so much in the show. And I wouldn't mind us talking about a little right now. She is six foot two. And she is, you can put two hands around her thin. This mm-hmm. was wild. Yeah. And it's interesting, especially from the little I remember about Anna Maria's storyline. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what she says. I just remember like one of the reasons she got dismissed from the show, essentially. It is interesting because I think Anne's cool and she very much makes the point that it's just everyone in her family looks like this. It's a high metabolism. I eat. It's not anything disordered. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, the show has been so complicated in its relationship of the body presentation of its contestants. But also it just feels like Anne gets a pass. She does. It's yeah. also a bummer that for first high fashion cycle we see not one plus size contestant well i think vogue italia had some uh conditions this mm-hmm. cycle uh yeah we also learned she's six two and but she's like the shortest in her family mm-hmm. is her dad like six eight or something <laughs> like it's her, crazy i think her brother is i think her mom's six three or something everyone's t- she's the shorty yeah now we introduce a storyline that comes up later <laughs> that lexi has everyone's name in her mouth we just have she the the one thing she is not like alexander she doesn't know when producers are Mm -hmm. yeah not not as uh, savvy (laughs) and savvy as an alexander would be in this case well so we we haven't talked about it but every single one of these auditions in the corner has been a graphically pinned polaroid Sometimes so close to what they currently look like that <laughs> why put a picture of the person that is on screen? <laughs> when Lexi wonders loudly, top volume, if Anne knows that everyone's talking about her while Anne is literally standing in the next room. <laughs> yeah, Lexi, I think she might have gotten a hint. <laughs> then Miss J's favorite comedy act comes in. And this is why I bring up the graphics because the graphics shoots two pins at the screen (laughs) i hated this whole tick 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 flash section i loved it i loved every bit about this chris just seems to be genuinely fun and i think witty Mm -hmm. like yeah tell a joke yes she can and quick very quick and she dragged tara along for a (laughs) bit like that Tyra looks at them, though, like she's never seen sisters. Like, she's so bamboozled by this. They also don't look that much alike. They really don't. They'll talk about it later. Their faces are entirely different. I think it's Tara that says, I think we intimidate people because we come in a pair. And I'm like, yeah, but the show could have fixed that by giving you separate interviews. (laughs) Also, Tyra calls Chris Christian. Yeah. Because they have the argument of, I think one of them's a model and Mr. J and her disagree. But right now, Chris is apparently Christian. Yeah. Then Jordan comes in. I'm kind of liking the style you've got going on. Jordan is a lot. Jordan Uh. is a lot. Nothing like calling all of your fellow women tolerable. Mm. Uh, the majority of them. Let's uh, not true. get carried away. Mm. <laughs> uh, she's in a band. She's an artist. 
And Tyra is really in on Jordan in a way that is bewildering. She actually says something that feels pretty clear-eyed for Tyra, but Jordan didn't present it in the footage we were given, which is, oh, she engages and plays with authority in a way that I find interesting. I'm like, not from yeah, that maybe, interview, but we did. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I loved, and we're back to Alexander as Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> when Lexi says. Jordan's trying so hard to be different, and yet everyone who acts like her looks like her. Oh my god, that was an Alexander line for sure. That was a read. And it's also, I'm going to say it, y'all, it's true. Everyone who wants to be so different, everyone gets their style from something. Mm -hmm. No one can be that unique. Rihanna might be the most unique we got. And and Jordan gets hers from Hot Topic. You just, it is impossible to take someone seriously who says they are anti-consumerism, who is attempting to compete in a modeling competition. Yeah. Which is not how things work. And they, they, I'm sure they don't want a repeat of Kim, who <laughs> they led on the show, and then was like, yeah, guys, I just don't, I'm just, this isn't for me. Well, that was a lie, so. <laughs> <laughs> but at least Jordan's telling them up front, like, hey, I, I don't like this. Lexi's interview, Share Your Trauma, seems like it was really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does not get the Uma Thurman finger reference. <laughs> no. No. This, time like, this is a woman who has not seen Pulp Fiction. <laughs> nope. So she clearly knows Uma Thurman. She's 18. Then, I mean. Yeah, and I, I get it. But it's just so funny that Tara's like, ooh, do this. And Lexi's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're having me do it, but all right. And still can't really keep people's names out of her mouth. I just, I, I can never tell if the show's decided to make her talk about people and that's i think they have yeah i think lexi has a tendency to talk about other people Mm -hmm. and the show exploits it and she doesn't realize that's what's happening yeah that seems right because guess what alexander price your favorite host also has a tendency to talk about people that's why he has a podcast where he talks about people (laughs) but i'm savvy enough to know when it'll bite me in the ass is lexi plausible as a model i don't think so i don't find her as striking as a lot of our other auditionees she does give me a lot more actor yeah we yeah. barely hear mr j say meryl streep and she looks like one of the gummer sisters she does oh okay mm-hmm. yeah she reads more actory mm-hmm. then poor stupid vanessa walks in <laughs> <laughs> And says, I haven't seen one fucking second of this show. Pageant, pageant, pageant. Love me. I won something, so I'm winning this. And Got here's a my big lie. In the one of the girls, who's definitely not me, told me that a lot of girls talk bad about me because I'm one of the prettiest. And I love Miss J going, no shit. What a weird thing to say and get censored, Miss J. <laughs> Also, she got to the, she, I don't know why, because maybe this is a normal thing, but when she was like, yeah, I entered the pageant because of a postcard, and then I won. And so I decided I was fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to say something. Vanessa thought she was fantastic pre-postcard. That is an energy of someone that has loved herself, unlike anyone else. I'll say this, though. I, I wonder if it was a situation where, like, her parents pumped her up way too much. <laughs> so her mom, like, put something in the mail that was like, you have been selected after, like, secretly filling out all the pageant paperwork. You have been selected to compete in Miss Teen Minnesota. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Even better, yes. even better. I'm going to one-up that. Okay. Her mother created Miss Teen Minnesota <laughs> this yes. year for yes. Vanessa whole pageant, uh-huh. to win. I'll say this, though. 
I wrote down, she kind of gives me Megan Fox vibes. And then Tyra says it. I mean. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I don't dislike Vanessa. I, I don't like Vanessa. <laughs> I, I think she would have been a good villain for the show. And I feel like I would have put her own ahead of some of the people that get on the show. Well, that's, yes, sure. I agree yeah. with that statement. She's plausible for the show. Yes. Anne is nervous. Vanessa is not nervous. <laughs> okay. The good news is there's a party going on right behind Jay and I, hosted by Cynthia Rowley. Rihanna's action reaction when she hears there's a party, she puts her hands on her chest to, as if to say, a party for moi? <laughs> But also, it's not just a party. They get to hobnob with Cynthia Rowley. That's that opportunity. That golden hobnobbing opportunity. But only if they're invited and not excused. Invited or excused is juicy. Not dismissed. Excused. Can you imagine (laughs) doing that interview with Sarah and then letting her into this party? (laughs) Cynthia Rowley doesn't want to meet Sarah. (laughs) I did appreciate that this is one of our better 32 to 20. But we don't actually hear 20. I know. But I meant we, in terms of the physical manifestation of it, your name is clear. You go up, you open it, and it's a very clear thing with also your picture as just a bonus in case. Mm -hmm. Oh, agreed. A a very paper cut, light affair all around. Mm -hmm. So invited, we have Chris. Sarah, Anna Maria, Kayla, Liz, Tara, but we don't see that. Anne, who looks so dejected to be invited to this party. Oh, I thought she just fully thought she wasn't making it through this party. Ah, sure. Yeah. Kendall and Jordan. That equals 11. (laughs) Then we have Lexi, Casey, Chelsea, Lizbeth. We definitely see gets invited. Rihanna, Esther, Jane, Deanna, and then two unknown people. And also, why didn't we get Deanna... We, by the way, she's gone from this show. No, she, she's that gone. was gone. The amount of people we will never see or hear from again or see and hear from in the first place. I guess it's because it's a 42-minute audition episode, but we don't even get a dancing montage where we can say that one of them passed through in front of the Jays and Tyra. Nope. I think a lot of it was taken up because the show had this long, long intro of rebooting the prizes. And, and we also that, just, we just got so much less. Spoiler alert, we spend so much time with Jordan. Yeah. We couldn't have split that up a little bit. Yeah. And we lost Emily and, and Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And, and Vanessa can't be high fashion because she has refined features. So she cannot be high fashion. You know what? Keep doing you, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I spoiler alert, I did a little bit of a investigation on Emily and Vanessa. <laughs> Emily is represented by New Model Management and has appeared in Vogue. Wow. Emily Hall. Emily Hall. She has one name. Vanessa has many names. Her name is Vanessa Violet Johnston. Sometimes she is Violet Jones. Sometimes she's Vanessa Johnston. Her own website can't decide. (laughs) She is currently, according to her website... A stand-up comedian and podcaster, television personality, which seems like maybe top model, and actor. She claims that she was on How I Met Your Mother as a character named Tara. She is not credited. So I think she maybe made up her character's name Mm -hmm. on How I Met Your Mother. And she has comedy on her Instagram, Violet Jones. It's not my cup of tea, but she's doing her thing. 
What's interesting, too, is there is a character named Tara, but played by a different actor. Well, <laughs> no idea. You know what, though? I looked at uh, I looked at her stuff. There are much worse Instagram comedians. And sure. who's the person I referenced? I referenced somebody before. Eliza. Uh, Schlesinger. Yeah. I think she gives off that vibe, and that's what she's going for. And I got to say, similar to how I felt about her in this episode, just keep doing you, Vanessa. <laughs> she also does lie in her website. She says in 2010 she was cast in the show America's Next Top Model. I would argue she was not cast on. People Top love to say that, though, if they were just on the first episode, as we've seen with I, Casey, I, I too. Look, she people... made it through a casting. Sure. She made it through at least an initial casting. So, hey. I mean, there was that um, plus-size model Mary who listed on her Instagram, I think, that she was just like AMTM 3 and 4 was like part mm-hmm. of her bio. I might be misremembering. It might not have been Mary. But there was someone who was just like in the auditions that still had it on their IG profile. I, I got to say, though, I, uh, guys, I, I would have put her fully on the show. I, I think I, it's, I get I think why it's you wild think that. that she didn't get top 20. Yes. Yes, that I strange. agree. Yeah, they weren't going to let Emily through. <laughs> well, no. So then we have a mini photo challenge. You will be paired up with who we think your real direct competition is right now. And I want to see who's going to outshine the other on set and be that breakout standout star. Also fun, these are available, including ones you don't see on the show. Yep. <laughs> Not all of them, unfortunately, but more than you see on the show at antm hyphen archives.tumblr.com so yeah, we're fully missing one person one photo yeah we see but 18 I was, I was excited though because we see these five seconds tops this episode so it's really nice to be able yeah. to look at them I, if we go through them i think so anna marie and chelsea chelsea steals oh yeah but i gotta say it's one of the better pairs though to me agree sure. it looks like um it looks like a CW show about feuding sisters Ooh. who inherit a vineyard. Yes, very, very it's that. Got, it's got Liz Gillies dynasty vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Chelsea's just a model. She's yeah. a model. Chris and Tara, I don't know how they were cast based on this photo. Tara's body position is one of the... Her left leg looks fully broken. <laughs> her hands are... All over the place. <laughs> the, the, out, the outfit that Tara is wearing makes it look like she comes in two separate pieces. She uh-huh, was a magician's a assistant. And a legs. And they didn't snap them fully into place. It's wild. Someone messed up this Duplo. <laughs> Emily and Deanna. This is a photo we fully don't see. No. Also, did we ever meet Emily? No. No, this was second Emily. No, I'm gonna. This say is this. maybe Emily Grace. Mm-hmm. Not or... a good photo for Deanna. No, no, doesn't know her angles. Love her face though, but the yes. body positioning is one of the worst we've ever seen because she's trying to do a high fashion pose but is not angling it correctly. Also, no. stepped out of the light. Yeah, and Emily's is just like the most basic pose ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jane and Kayla though. Add mm-hmm. the entwined hands. Their secret affair that they're having. It just, just, I, I, you could cover shot this right now. Yep. I think Kayla got one of the worst outfits. Oh, that's yeah. not her fault. Kayla got the, like, this is the sexy Star Trek uniform. Mm. <laughs> it is very seven of nine. Yeah. But this makes me get Kayla because I wasn't yeah. getting it. And I'm like, okay, there you are. And also, I mean, it is nice to have the two bone structure ladies in the same photo. <laughs> Kendall and Casey, so commercial. Yeah, this is very Cadillac. I think Kendall is definitely the winner, though. Oh, yeah. Casey doesn't look good in this at all. 
Then Lexi and Jordan's photo. One of the weirdest photos please, we've ever seen in Top Models. Please do yourself the favor of seeking out this wild, wild photo. <laughs> the other <laughs> wild thing about this photo is they styled Lexi to be wearing very strange length socks with her heels. Like men's dress socks. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lexi's in the air. Jordan is falling? Yeah. <laughs> she looks like Lexi is being beamed up and Jordan is trying to keep her on the earth. Yeah. <laughs> but also holding herself down. <laughs> also, this during this photo shoot, again, Team Lexi, yes. Jordan was trying to basically make out with her and Lexi was like, no thanks. And Jay is on Jordan's side. <laughs> I was feeling it, but she wasn't. Yeah, maybe you should have asked first. <laughs> Lexi doesn't like you. Before just putting your face into her face. I didn't like. It very much reminded me of on Drag Race where one of the persons just gets in front of the other person. Be like, Uh well, I'll win if I'm just on top of you. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about it. Mr. J hates Chris and Tara during their photo shoot. Here comes the comedy team. (laughs) Also, he doesn't know what Comedy Central is. That's another whole thing. It was something so weird. like Comedy Channel. Like, but it was like it did have the word central somewhere but it was like there was a word in the middle <laughs> it was really weird did y'all think it was strange after we got the intro about you know photographers industry people that this photographer goes unnamed and untyroned mm. liz, liz and, and Chris- christina christina who we never met no who has a gorgeous face oh my she goodness and, and this is one of the better, better photos <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like this. I think this sells. Yeah. I appreciate that Liz, who I think they're worried about being too, quote unquote, hard, is very soft in this picture. Mm -hmm. I agree. There is something wild about the next picture, which is Rihanna and Anne. Because Because (laughs) Anne is wearing all black Mm -hmm. and the background is also black. It Mm -hmm. looks like she's been photoshopped like one of those two photoshopped like little like apps you can use to make yourself like thin like when people make anyone into a quote skinny legend and they're like way too thin she looks like she's got a bat wing and then they perfectly they perfectly don't interlace their hands so it just looks like rihanna's got a hand with 14 fingers on it (laughs) and also her other hand is so perfectly where the grass meets the dark background so it looks like rihanna has pulled Anne's part of her body in Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's consuming Anne yes. from the side. Also, I'm gonna say it. They Rihanna's, look like twins. Rihanna's face is better in this photo, though. I think Rihanna's oh, yeah. face is pretty stunning in this photo. They also look like they could be sisters. They look more like sisters than Chris and Tara look like sisters. And then honestly, one of the worst photos. <sighs> Sarah and Esther. What, what is happened to Esther? Esther? <laughs> Why is this hole on her elbow? <laughs> but also her hair fell apart at some point yes yeah oh and now and Sarah just, just looks like she leaned over until esther's face caught her, and esther's like ow <laughs> that was a moment too apparently when um jane and kayla were together at some point jane like punched kayla and kayla's like ow and james like oh sorry our bone structure's so sharp we keep cutting each other <laughs> yeah but look up these photos y'all it's really cool to see and thank you to antm archives on tumblr for having those available who knew we would see the photos that were missing because on the show 
you don't see any photos that contain someone who does not make it onto the show nope. except for the one with Jordan. Because yep. as you'll find out very soon, the people who you continue to follow are the 13 that get into the house, Jordan, and no one else exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now to our private panel. Y'all, this through the fireplace shot <laughs> was killing me. <laughs> Tyra's ascended from hell. <laughs> And this is where we find out about the beautiful brown category, which I was, oh, Hannah, I wanted to know your thoughts so much while hearing that. Like, I need to make sure you were okay after hearing that. Not okay. (laughs) Well, I just hate that the show, like, tries to report this whole thing about, you know, beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, etc. But also, as a category, is just, like, black model. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's so hypocritical. And also, same thing, Esther is only in the sexy category because of her knockers. Yep. But then they, the weird thing about that is, then they turn it around and say like, well, you couldn't see her bust in the sample size. So actually, yeah. So maybe her breasts aren't a huge problem if she can fit in the clothes that are being presented. Also, now sisters is a category. Well. (laughs) I wish there'd been another pair of sisters. (laughs) We're sisters. Sisters. says that Casey is a reverse she's all that because you take off your glasses and wall. <laughs> but he was not wrong. He wasn't. No. She is 20 and has some under eye problems. Yeah. I'm really surprised Casey made it onto the show. They needed a villain. They did, but again, Vanessa was right there for <laughs> sure. your place and Vanessa's a less problematic villain. Then we learn that Anne needs rescuing? Yeah, From Tyra what? hears Sarah McLaughlin's angel playing in the background and says, we can find her and rescue her. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> what was Lexi and Jordan's category? Were they also quirky? They were quirky, too. Okay. Lexi was definitely in the quirky one. Yeah. We also have a lie that Rihanna doesn't know what she's doing. Wrong. She knows what she's doing. You put her to the she- test. And she got an A+. Plus. And then succeeded again in the photo. She's only known what she's doing. And I, I'll say it. Even if you dislike her intro outfit, she came in with a brand. I feel like she fully knows what she's doing from start to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like the just, outfit, but it makes sense And to me. she's just chill. <laughs> and then I think we watch Miss J talk Tyra out of casting Jordan. Mm-hmm. I agree. She looks crazy, according to Miss J. I Uh, it's so so weird it's so weird to see i don't think it's ever happened before during this top three discussion that we only talk about one person who doesn't make it there wasn't time to briefly mention diana there wasn't time christina we don't even see liz's photo liz doesn't even get mentioned and usually by now it's a mix of about three or four people who aren't gonna make it and then everyone who's gonna make it. And it's just so odd that they decided not to give us that. And what's crazy is there were six full people. Six that get cut in this next thing. And we know one. Usually it's two. Two or three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Tyra looks great. Nice, simple, black dress. Mm-hmm. Ruby lipstick with purple undertones. And as always, a big plant friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's where she hides her water. Mm-hmm. I really think that's what it is. Or it's where she spits. What if Tyra made them prepare diplomas every cycle that just never got used? Except the one time. (laughs) She does say that 
We are past the type and ride the hype. Okay. Okay. And now we're taking it down from 20 to 14. Thanks, ADR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call-out order is strange. Yeah. Not only strange, but so many people get little bits afterwards. Well, Anna Maria is first? Y'all, what is she wearing? <laughs> Why is there a huge, round, flesh-colored boob patch? <laughs> I I can't answer that question. <gasps> also, we know nothing about Anna Maria. Nope. nope. Nothing. Then Kendall. That seems plausible, honestly, for a high call out. Yeah. Then Rihanna. Oh, that bow. That hair bow. <sighs> I prefer the hair- hat. <laughs> she loves a hair choice. Hair accessory. Maybe that bow is always on her head, and that's why she wears the hat. <laughs> To cover the bow. The bow's part of her. Then Chris. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hated that. Then Jane. Who gets the most captions. Oh my God. Crunch. <laughs> this is my favorite captions yes. crunch. Oh, we've yeah. Had it's not so even far. close now. This is what we're calling Jane, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's her name now. Because Tyra says very clearly <laughs> come here, Ivy League girl. And captions says, come here, Abby Lee girl. <laughs> like Sarah Lee, but Abby Lee. <laughs> Abby Lee. Jane will forever be known now as Abby Lee. Abby, Abby Lee. Lee. <laughs> but also, in addition to that del- most delicious, crunchiest caption of all time, Tyra has been relatively normal with her energy for oh, this yeah. whole audition episode. Uh-huh. Until now, mm-hmm. when on certain names, her face goes full serial killer insane. I think it was the Chris whoops. (laughs) I think it reminded Tyra what show she was on. Mm -hmm. Because then it's Chelsea. She always has like that look away to look back at them like a jump scare. (laughs) (laughs) And then Liz. Tiny gloves back. And she says a shitty thing about taking care of her child that made me want to pass out yeah. uh-huh. mm. oh liz now maybe you can take care of that child better finally you weren't doing enough seems like liz was taking care of that child fine also i hate the implication that someone's doing the competition solely for money yeah then sarah somehow is cast on the show honestly can't believe she got cast forgot that she did <laughs> and then lexi which only makes sense because we've seen so much of so lexi much. Yeah, but I would argue we also saw a lot of Deanna, who barely gets a mention. Mm-hmm. And then Esther. Are you serious? And this was the deepest of Esther's voices. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? She was almost Sunday levels. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Saturday levels because it's on the set. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we tell a lot of jokes on Podlato. <laughs> That might have been one of the dumbest and yet most clever things. <laughs> That's always my goal. <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. <sighs> 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 Woo! Then Casey has a fake reaction when her name is called. This is so annoying. What? What? <laughs> Uh, also why isn't casey more excited you didn't get on last time (laughs) thank god they didn't save her for last because the producer sold her you're on i honestly thought they were gonna save her for last yeah of course then kayla hell yes yeah she she filled that michelle role real quick Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Also, Casey did not want to hug her, but Kayla fully throws herself <laughs> her. And then Anne. Y'all, I think Anne and Rihanna are actually friends. I think they are too. And the last call out is Tara. Okay. Because no one's going to have a bigger reaction than your comedy channel central sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, vaudeville came back because this wasn't Tara's reaction. This was Chris's reaction. reaction. And then this is where I realized that in addition to the limit that maybe IMG or Vogue Italia gave of no curves, Mm. it seems like they also put a limit on how many black contestants we could have because not that many. It does feel like a very white bunch. And most of the people that we didn't meet were black. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised. And we know the history of Vogitalia. So, mm. like, wasn't it more pretty recently that they had the first black person on the cover of Vogitalia? Maybe. Wasn't Takara famously, like, the first black yeah. plus-size model? I think so. Yes. I'm just saying, it seems very st- striking because on this show, they tend to have a more diverse cast mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. very clearly not this cycle i did like about chris and tara's huge reaction that tara's so hyperventilating that tyra does feel the need to check in on her and then tara screams i'm fine <laughs> we also did i see that Anne has prayer beads has a rosary beads Ooh. Yeah, but I think it might be in like a the craft kind of way. Oh, good. <laughs> a prop. And truly, the theme of this cycle is not high fashion. It's lovable or villain. <laughs> there is no one in between. I found out about Jordan because she's the only eliminated girl that we know. Mm-hmm. She is currently in a Chicago-based synth rock band called Sexy Fights. And her Instagram is called Zordon LaForge. Or Zordon LaForge. There's a lot of wordplay there that isn't mashing. I think it's both Power Rangers and Star Trek, but don't Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that tracks. I mean, yeah. (laughs) This is this I I enjoyed a lot of this episode. And I think a little part of it was that again, Psycho 15 is one of my least watched. And so I kind of felt like I was actually almost watching a new cycle of America's next top model because Mm. there were so many people that I didn't remember word one about like everything with kayla fresh just as just as fresh as reina of last cycle (laughs) was trying to be i'm excited i'm very much looking forward to the photo shoots this cycle um the matthew ralston shoot is one of my all-time favorite shoots that's ever been done on top model nice yeah i'm ready for this cycle Mm -hmm. even with a domination by one person i'm i'm ready to see if that's accurate yeah, I, 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 you know, it feels like the prevailing theory that I remember is that it was mostly earned, but also felt like maybe the third or fourth time it happened was a little shenanigany. Yeah. I'm not excited about the change to a format, which is the titles of episodes are just named after people. Mm-hmm. Boring. I'm glad we retitled them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how would you ever find an episode if you wanted to watch a specific one? I want to watch Diane von Furstenberg. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I looked at the, all the episodes and I was like, I can't even tell which one is a commercial if there is a commercial this cycle. No I idea. Don't know if there is. Nope. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this cycle. 
And if you're looking forward to us doing this cycle, you should rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. Rate us on Spotify if that's where 43% of you listen. <laughs> Just in Maybe case it is. If, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who can say? You could also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And if those also uh, P.O. Box, and I'm not saying that I'm not slowly but surely putting an alert on eBay for each of the individual splash flavors of wet slicks <laughs> for a bonus episode where we power rank them. But you'd be surprised at how hard it is to find lychee splash that's not $50. I am not surprised by that. But Big Splash Big Splash is Big Splash I... is the one I cannot find, even though it, it keeps being listed and then being the only thing sold out. Huh. I know. It'll happen for me. Mm-hmm. I believe in myself. Just like Vanessa did. <laughs> you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hi on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag Podleadum whenever you do. Otherwise, it'll be under the blizzard of Serbian snow. <laughs> and yeah, let us know. I would love to see some tweets about your, is this a cycle you remember? Is this a cycle that is one of your favorites? Have you rewatched it? Or if you like me, is this one that just kind of you've forgotten a little bit about? Yeah, let us know. We love to, spoiler free, we love to hear your general yeah, yeah, thoughts yeah, yeah, about yeah. cycles that you like and dislike. Because I find it's basically different for every person. And that's kind of the magic of Top Model. So for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 